Thank you for joining us for the St. John's Classical Academy broadcast, coming to you from Fleming Island, Florida, where we are building intelligent, virtuous American citizens. I'm Matt Johnson. Well, today I'm pleased to welcome our foreign language department here at St. John's Classical Academy. Hello, teachers. Hi. Good morning. Hello. All right. Thank you for joining us. Hey, the purpose of this podcast is twofold. Number one, it's to introduce each one of you to our parents and scholars, but also to give our parents and scholars a heads up on what they can expect in Latin this year. So let's begin with the department chair, and that is Mr. Bhutan. Mr. Bhutan, uh, tell our parents a little bit about yourself and how you ended up here. So I have been teaching Latin and Greek in one form or another since 2006. I got my bachelor's degree from Baylor University in 2006, went on to graduate school at University of Florida, and while I was working on my master's and PhD, I was also teaching Latin, Greek, mythology, uh, English words from Latin and Greek roots, that kind of thing. In 2013, when I left University of Florida, I started teaching at the secondary level, and I have, for the past 10 years, taught mainly Latin to grades 6 through 12. And I am excited now to be a part of St. John's Classical Academy because I love the classical school model and its methodology, which closely resembles the way that Latin has been taught for over 2,000 years. Oh, that's great. And this year, we actually have a foreign language department, not just a Latin department, and that is because you are teaching Greek. Indeed. I'm very excited about teaching Greek. I haven't had a chance to do so since I left University of Florida, but I have the same Greek textbook that I taught from there on my desk now and look forward to cracking it open and exploring Greek with a whole new set of scholars. All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Bhutan. So glad that you've joined us. Thank you for uh, stepping up and leading this department. We look forward to a great year with you. So do I. All right. And uh, we have two uh, veterans here uh, at St. John's Classical Academy. This is their second year teaching Latin. We'll, we will begin with Miss Lowe. Miss Lowe, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up here? Yeah. So I love Latin and I love all things classics and mythology. And that's kind of what led me down this path. I went to Davidson College in uh, North Carolina and I was a classical languages and literature major there. So I studied Latin and Greek, especially focusing on Latin and Greek literature because that's my passion very close to my heart. And that is actually how I ended up down here because I went to school with Mr. Dinsbeer, who used to teach oh, Latin. Oh, Dinsbeer. Yeah. Who remember Dinsbeer? And so he, I kind of called him up because I was trying to figure out, you know, what am I going to do? What's it's my senior year, I got to figure out my plan, called him up and he just raved about this school and how great of a place to work it is and kind of helped me get connected. And next thing I knew, I was down here teaching Latin. So I'm excited that I have one year under my belt. Yeah, well, we're excited about you coming back and teaching Latin again. You have a, a few changes. Uh, what is it? Latin? Yeah, three? so we're... We are changing how we number things a little bit this year. So I'm going to be teaching Latin one, but it's a high school Latin one. So it's more of like, instead of just doing chapters one through eight, like you do in sixth grade Latin, 
it's going to be chapters one through 17. So it's basically sixth and seventh grade Latin, two years of Latin. I'm teaching that as one year. So yeah. we're getting everything from that you would have learned in sixth grade all the way through seventh grade. And there'll be eighth graders and high schoolers in that class. So it'll be a good firm foundation, but a little bit faster paced probably than if you were just in like sixth grade Latin. Right. Now you, you get them after Mr. Green, correct? Yes. Well, yeah. some of them I get after me. Some of them are my students. <laughs> That's true. You and have some, some of them are Mr. Some Green's of those classes students. as well. Yeah. And then I also have two sections of Latin two, which last year was called Latin three, but it's high school Latin two. It's chapters 18 to 27. So it's right, picks up right where um, either seventh grade Latin two or my high school Latin one would end. Yeah, and, we're working yeah. on a, an eye chart to clarify this yeah. for everybody. In the program guide, it's like it picks up after a one B ends, basically. So yeah, so kind of using the Hillsdale terminology now, a little bit. Yes. So speaking of Latin one A and one B, let's introduce Mr. Green, <laughs> and uh, and then we'll we'll clarify that sequence a little bit yeah. more. I just went backwards in the whole sequence, starting with Mr. Butan, Miss Lowe, and so Mr. Green, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up here. Yeah, so um, I've always had a passion for history, and <clears throat> when I went to college, I went to Florida State University. Go Knowles. Go Knowles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I majored in criminology, and I planned on doing a double major in history, but going through the classes, I realized that what I loved was actually ancient history. Mm -hmm. um, so I kind of steered more towards classical civilizations, which is what my second degree is in. Um, and that's where I took Latin and really fell in love with it and just <clears throat> learning more about Roman history. Um, and so I worked um, using my criminology degree for a while with the Florida Wildlife Commission. And then after that, I decided that I wanted to get back into the classroom because I found that in a lot of my free time, I was just watching documentaries on ancient <laughs> history. So it kind of pushed me to go back to a school environment so I can kind of keep learning and investigating things on my own. Um, so that's where I found out about St. John's Classical. Um, I had originally been looking for a history job, but um, I didn't expect to find a Latin job so close to where I'd grown up. And so I decided to go for it and I've loved it ever since. Um, this is my second year, but I can't imagine having done anything else before. This is something that I really enjoy. We have a great Latin team. I'm so appreciative of all three of you. Uh, Mr. Green, That's uh, I'm just so excited about what you're doing in your class to give them the, uh, I guess, the first foundation. Now we do, we do have some Latin in grammar school as well, and we're trying to work on that sequence, building it up even more so that when they come to you, it's just not brand new. But they do have 1A, 1B, which is the very beginning, 6th, 7th grade. They go to uh, Latin 1, which is the full Latin 1, mm -hmm. which is 8th grade. And, uh, and then they progress on from there, all the way to Latin 4 in Mr. Bhutan's class, where they're reading, you know, it's Latin reading course. Really? Is that correct? Yes, indeed. Uh, Latin 4 will be a Latin reading course. So ideally, all the scholars in Latin 4 will have finished the grammar sequence in Wheelock's Latin textbook, which is a, kind of the gold standard of college Latin textbooks. It's both what I learned Latin out of and taught Latin out of for many years. 
So they should have finished the sequence by the time they start Latin 4 and be ready to begin their journey reading Latin. Now in Latin 4, we're going to do some of the same readings that would be on the AP exam. So Virgil and Caesar, and we will focus on the selections from both Virgil and Caesar that would be on the AP exam. But since this is not technically an AP class, we are not bound by the AP syllabus and that freedom is something we're going to enjoy a great deal because I intend to also introduce readings from Cicero, who is my personal favorite Roman author, um, quite biased in his favor, uh, and also Ovid and probably some mythology in addition. So I have quite a few uh, joys and wonders in the Latin language lined up for the Latin 4 class. Joy and wonder. That is the theme up here this year, and we're so excited about that. In a classical education, that's what it should be. It should be filled with joy and wonder. Our scholars are excited about going to Latin, calculus, whatever it is, and there's wonder unveiled in all of these classes. I believe I challenged up for school the other day that, hey, when the kids race into the dinner table, they can't wait to talk about something in school. Whose class is it? And so I want them excited about Latin and talking about Latin. In fact, we're going to, uh, this year, try to educate our faculty more and our parents on Latin. You know, why Latin? And so we are, we're looking forward to some events where we can, uh, like a Friday night, have parents come in, faculty, and have your department present on why Latin. But I'll tell you what, while we have some time, why, why Latin? Um, I'll, I'll go to either any of you, but uh, to Miss Lowe, why why Latin? Why why do we teach Latin? So there are a lot of reasons. The common ones that you'll hear that are really important are you know it helps you understand our own language better. It helps you understand French and Spanish and Italian better. Um, it also just is a good way to train your brain to think very detailed and pay attention to patterns and endings and kind of solving the puzzle. But none of those are actually my biggest reason for why Latin. My biggest reason for why Latin is that everything in our Western culture, there's so much of it that you can trace back to the civilizations of Greece and Rome. The language, the culture, the literature, it's had such a profound impact on our society even it still makes its way into pop culture in ways people don't always even realize. And so to truly educate a, a well-informed, well-educated American citizen in the tradition that we've gotten passed down to us, it is essential that we teach Latin. Do you think our founding fathers, our founders of this country knew Latin? Yeah, most of them did. And they, they based a lot of the constitution not only on the democracies of Athens and ancient Greece, but also on the Republic in ancient Rome. So they knew the language and the civilization. And I'd like to just jump in here and say, uh, Thomas Jefferson organized the curriculum for the University of Virginia. And when he created the reading list for the University of Virginia, he essentially copied the reading list from Quintilian. Quintilian was a Roman educator and pedagogue from the first century AD, uh, I'm sorry, the second century AD. Um, 
the 100s. And Quintilian had a reading list that he prescribed for his students. Thomas Jefferson essentially just used Quintilian's exact reading list, except he added things from after Quintilian. So if you were getting an education at the University of Virginia under Thomas Jefferson's guidance, you would be getting the same education up until about the year 150 AD that someone in ancient Rome would have gotten. So uh, the education system in America early on was very much modeled off of Roman education and pedagogy. Yeah, classical education, you know, our curriculum, it's uh, centered on Western civilization. I like to say that it reaches back to, I I reach all the way back to Jerusalem, uh, Athens, Greece, and I like to say Philadelphia because we are an American classical education where I believe our founders, what they, how they wrote these documents uh, was important because they drew upon Western civilization, like you're saying, reaching back to, to Jerusalem, but definitely Rome, Greece, the ancients. And, uh, and so our culture was built on this. We've gotten away from it. And what we're doing simply is going back to what education was for thousands of years with a, a classical education. And you just can't have it without Latin. What do you think, Mr. Green? Yeah, um, the biggest thing for Latin for me is that a lot of people would like to call it a dead language. Um, I don't really think of it like that. I think of it more of a a language that people have forgotten. Um, We still see it in our day-to-day lives and things like architecture, um, people's different vocabulary, things they say, the way they act. Um, There are a lot of things that we draw on nowadays from ancient Rome and Greece that was basically based around the language itself because... Back then, if you didn't understand their language, you were kind of left out. You had to understand their language to understand who they were. And a lot of what we do nowadays is still based off of who they were back then. Um, so I think it's really important because of that. It not only helps you to grow an understanding of different cultures, it kind of helps you build your own ideas of how things can be and how things were and possibly how things could be in the future as well. It's just a great building block for all kinds of things. Okay, well, this is just a primer for uh, getting you excited about a night where you'll learn more about Latin and why we teach Latin, why it's important. I've made a uh, commitment this year to learn Latin myself, at least the beginning, and so I'm going to get a hold of a Wheelock book and start at the beginning of Mr. Green's class and uh, I'm saying that by Christmas, I'll be in Mr. Bhutan's class. That, that sounds good, but it's probably not going to happen. I do have a Latin two seconds. So. Well, I'm going to try. I'm going to work hard. But if our scholars are learning Latin, and I'm the more I read, I'll be honest with you, I've been going through our great books list, and I'm like, I need to know Latin. I mean, just all these great books that I'm reading, they have so many Latin references. And I need to learn French also. I've read some great French novels lately, and they have all these French sayings that I don't have no idea what they're talking about. So I've got a lot of work to do myself. Hey, before we wrap this up, which we need to, any quick tip for parents about Latin? What do, parent, what do these scholars need to be doing at home? Biggest thing, vocabulary. Um, you got to understand what a word means in order to use it, to recognize it and just see how it's working in relation to other things. Um, if you know your vocabulary, you'll be fine. All right, parents, they say they don't have homework. Have them spend about at least 10 minutes on vocabulary. 
Miss Lowe? Yeah, I would add to that. I think they should be looking at their endings every day. So you can't really understand any Latin sentence if you don't know what the endings mean. So your noun charts and your verb charts, you can spend, you know, your time on vocabulary and then spend time just chanting or rewriting those charts, how, whichever way works best for you, get those endings. Because I promise you, when you get to a point where some of those endings become second nature, it gets a lot more fun and a lot easier. Okay. I want to echo both of them. Um, studying at home is key and it doesn't need to be trying to translate sentences. Yeah. It should really just be memorization of the things we're doing in class. Most important, and they were listed in the order that they should be. Vocab first, that's something that they need to learn on their own time because we don't have time in class to cover it. And endings, which we will be drilling frequently in class, but nevertheless, um, there's something that needs to become second nature in order to get to the point that we can read Latin instead of translating Latin. Okay, good tips. All right, parents, look out for more communication from your Latin teachers and Greek teacher as well. Uh, teachers, thank you for joining us. I look, for a great, look forward to a great year in our foreign language department. Thank you. Thank you. Well, this wraps up our podcast for today. If you would like to learn more about St. John's Classical Academy or classical education in general, visit us at our website, stjca.org. You will also find enrollment information. Thank you for joining us.